This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Does age discrimination cause older women in the workplace to pull back from high-powered roles? One expert thinks so. She says older women need to reclaim their confidence and power. Ageism, I believe, is so ingrained in our society that we're not aware. We really aren't aware when we make ageist comments. Then, parents may think if a kid isn't showing motivation to work hard in school, that may never change. But recent research shows there's a key to unlock motivation. Most schools focus on assessing how well students understand math or science. But in terms of students' social-emotional aspects, that's a under-attended area. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Does age discrimination cause older women in the workplace to pull back from high-powered roles? One expert thinks so and offers some solutions. With more, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. When General Motors elected Mary Barra to chair its board of directors, she was 55 years old. Other female heads of major corporations rose to the top in their 50s. So why do some women over 50 become less assertive on the job to avoid being perceived as irrelevant or avoid insulting remarks about their age? Executive coach Bonnie Marcus is out with a book, Not Done Yet, How Women Over 50 Regain Their Confidence and Claim Workplace Power. She joins us now. Bonnie, what are a few of the negative comments that women tell themselves as they age? Ah, I'm glad you asked that question because we don't realize how we hold ourselves back because we've internalized some of the ageism that we face every day. So in some cases, we may tell ourselves that we need to look young and attractive to succeed. We feel the pressure to modify our looks in order to keep our jobs. We may tell ourselves that We're too old to compete. We're too old to get promoted. Not realizing, Gina, that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, because if we believe that, then we may withdraw and not do the things that we need to do to actually get promoted or get a raise. We don't raise our hand. We don't volunteer for special projects. We don't share our opinions. And so when we believe this, it actually works against us. And to be fair, don't men also face age discrimination, and wouldn't they therefore benefit from the advice you're offering? Well, yes, they would, and they do face ageism. But research shows, Gina, that women face ageism earlier than men, and that's because of the emphasis on looks and youth. So as women begin to show visible signs of aging, They begin to be viewed as irrelevant, no longer having value. They're marginalized and very often either pushed out or pushed out the door. Men don't face that as early. And now to your advice to do what's needed to stay in the game. So doesn't part of this involve keeping up with advances in technology? Do enough women and men take continuing education courses to stay current? 
It's really an important point because what I want to emphasize here is we need to be proactive. You know, we can't wait until we get a pink slip and somebody says, oh, you know, we really need you to be more proficient at Excel or this online learning app. We need to figure out beforehand what we need to stay in the game, what we need to do to stay at the top of our game. So what courses do we need to take? Maybe your company offers some courses. Maybe you can ask your manager for some advice and suggestions on what courses they would recommend so that you will stay at the top of your game. And it's important, I want to emphasize, to do this proactively. And when you say build a cross-generational network, how is that done and why? First of all, it's important to stay visible. It's important to show that you're committed to your job, your position, your company, and that you're really invested in that company. One of the ways to stay visible is, of course, to build relationships across the organization. But we tend to stay in our bubble. We tend to stay in our comfort zone and only network with people who are just like us, who look like us, who are like-minded. It challenges us to reach out to some of our younger colleagues. And again, that's ageism, right? We think, well, they're going to think we're over the hill. And then we have ageist assumptions about millennials that they feel entitled, whatever. Those assumptions keep us apart. And when we reach out and we build one-on-one relationships, then those assumptions dissipate. And we can really bond and learn from each other because older workers can certainly learn a lot from their younger colleagues and young workers can certainly learn a lot from more mature senior employees who've really been around for a while, have a lot of wisdom and can mentor them about how best to navigate the workplace, for instance. Which seems to give rise to your other piece of advice, ask for feedback. We're visiting with Bonnie Marcus, executive coach and author of Not Done Yet, How Women Over 50 Regain Their Confidence and Claim Workplace Power. One piece of advice is to be politically savvy, Bonnie, that you give us. I realize every workplace is different, but do you have general tips on what to look for and what to do to be politically savvy? Yeah, we really need to pay attention. We tend to want to believe in the meritocracy that if we keep our head down and we do really great work, that we will be noticed, we'll be recognized, we'll be promoted, we'll get that raise. But reality is that people are way too busy to go out of their way to recognize you, to notice what you're doing. So that becomes your responsibility to not only advocate for yourself, but to understand what it takes to position yourself for success where you work. So you brought up a really good point a minute ago when you said every workplace is different. It's true. Every workplace is different. Every department within a company may be different. And it's important to pay attention to what the politics are where you work and not make assumptions about that. So what does it take to get ahead where you are? And is that different, perhaps, for a woman? Now, let's say someone does comment negatively about your age. How do you answer without losing your job? 
This reminds me of before the Me Too movement that women were basically ashamed to talk about their sexual harassment experiences or their abuse. And so they kind of stayed in the shadows. And the Me Too movement brought out that awareness and the legal protection so that women now feel much more safe. The same thing happens now, I believe, about age. And women are ah, hesitant to bring more attention to themselves when they are facing ageism and somebody makes some kind of a comment. But it's important, I believe, just as it was in the beginning of Me Too, to help people understand that certain comments are inappropriate, that certain actions may not be really that funny. They may be viewed that way, but they are ages. So it's important, I believe, for us to acknowledge how that comment makes us feel and to let that person know that they were uncomfortable with that comment that they view it as ages. Because here's the thing. Ageism, I believe, is so ingrained in our society that we're not aware. We really aren't aware when we make ageist comments. Oh, you look good for your age. People take that as a compliment. They don't realize that that may be ageist. Mm. So making some kind of comment, letting people know that, in fact, that is ageist, I think will work for all our benefit. And finally, how can you find out what federal or state rights you have related to age discrimination or fighting that problem? Well, you can look at your state website, certainly. There's a lot of research you can do about the laws in your state regarding the ADAA to understand how it may be different in your state. What I learned in doing research for this book is that, yes, we have some federal protection, but each state interprets the laws differently. So it's really important to either consult with an attorney or do the research on your state website to find out what applies where you live. Bonnie Marcus, executive coach, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Gina. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, age discrimination in the workplace. That story, straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. <laughs> 